wow, 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 wow. Today is the day. It is the day the Lord has made. Today yes. Today is the day I will rejoice and be glad in it. And today's we're the also day we launching our, our podcast. Yeah. We're finally here, all together, reunited, and yeah. it feels so good. <laughs> reunited. Actually, that's probably true. You know, saying like most of our listeners yeah. are probably gonna be people that we went to college with. Hi, Emily. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Good to see you, or at least talk to you again. <laughs> this is what's gonna happen to you if you go to the school that we went to without naming it. You will become a podcast host. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's been kind of yeah. a big week. It is a big week. What else is happening to us this week? Let's see. We're about to move into our new apartment, which is a fun. new apartment. Yep, yep, mm-hmm. yep. Exciting news, and we also booked our tickets to Italy this Whoa. week. That's we pretty exciting. Have been planning for this trip since before we got married. Um, and as a one-year yeah. anniversary celebration trip, we are going to Italy. Fun fact, when Alyssa and I were broken up, but I was still in love with her, <laughs> I, there was, this, you know that time there was this summer where I planned, I fully planned three different trips. Uh, one was to Iceland, and one was to Italy, and one was to England. The one to England was the only one that I actually bought plane tickets for and then later you know gave them back basically and <laughs> took like a $300 hit <laughs> uh, but I remember I planned that trip to Italy and I was like on the 0.01% chance that Alyssa and I ever get back together and ever get married it'd be really cool if if we went to Italy for the first time together so I canceled the trip based on that and here we are I'm about to go to Italy going to Italy in, in six months, months. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But super excited about it. It's also kind of scary because our tickets are non-refundable. Yeah. So it's like we are going no matter what. No matter what. Yeah. I mean, unless you get pregnant. But we're not And then we can make like a medical claim with the airline. <laughs> no, we're going to speak against that one. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, just on that note, we do we do want kids. We're not at all against kids. We do want kids, just not yet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe not that's even a, that's a good. That's a good thing to talk about on a podcast, having kids. I don't know. Maybe. Wanting kids, not wanting kids. When to have kids, when not to have kids. I guess we'll have to get there someday, but today yeah. we're going to talk about something else. We're talk about something else, yeah. Yeah, not having babies because I'm not <laughs> pregnant. I just want to clarify, Mom, I'm not pregnant. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> uh, today we want to talk about, we actually each kind of wanted to go through our own stories, our own really testimonials uh, through our fitness journeys. Yeah, fitness has played yeah. such a huge part in both of our individual stories and then as us as a couple it's one of our like core values is um physical fitness mental mental (laughs) (laughs) mental fitness emotional fitness like really taking a holistic health approach to life yeah being a being a good shepherd of your your body that you've been given and yeah we work out together between four and seven well, times a week. by workout together, what she really means is that we just go to the gym we at the same time. We yeah. carpool to the gym. I like that. Yeah, we do not work out together because we do two completely different things. Yeah. Which on we, the we occasion, discuss, we cool. um, occasionally like we'll show each other a few things, but it really only lasts yeah. for like maybe one set. Yeah. <laughs> and we wander off and do our own thing. I've been t- I've been talking about having her do a, a leg day with me. Well, really showing me how she does leg day. And I just haven't gotten around to it. Yeah. The other day but. we did back together, and I think I made it through, like, two of your exercises, and then I got bored. <laughs> <laughs> you got, you got bored? So I feel like yeah. I'm going to get bored of the things that you do. I know. 
Just like so boring. It's so We're funny the differences. Very the specific. I, I we feel love like, fitness and we found what works for us. I, oh, absolutely. But also, I feel like that uh, how you and I both kind of uh, choose to take fitness on in our own lives is pretty typical of our genders. I feel like yeah. I pretty much do only weightlifting. I do a little bit of cardio, but I pretty much just do only weight weightlifting. Some calisthenics, and I feel like it's pretty typical for guys. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, not really always, like cardio heavy or anything yoga. like that. I but I try to have a little bit more of a well-rounded, yeah. or I'll do higher reps, lower weight. Basically, I'm trying to get bigger. You're trying to not get bigger. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. happy with how I am. You're also <laughs> maybe a little bit more, um, like you have better physical results, I think, than I do. Like, I'm not necessarily a gym rat. Interesting. But I've... I don't think I'm a gym rat. Had to take... You're not a gym rat. That's funny. But you look like that. it. Like, you look like you could be a CrossFitter, you know? Mm, I don't know if that's even a compliment. I'll take it as a compliment. I will I'm choose like, to take it as a compliment. She works out and she gets ice cream, you know? And I'm okay with I that. I feel like they say that about me. <laughs> <laughs> Evan, I see you've been lifting a lot of weights and drinking a lot of beer. How's that going? <laughs> It's going pretty well, thank you. Uh, so we want to talk about this. So she kind of mentioned before that we want to take this approach um, towards a holistic, healthy lifestyle, and that's really what we want to talk about on this show. Just kind of with every episode is uh, the different steps that you take to become the best version of yourself, and we both wholeheartedly believe that uh, your physical health is a huge, huge part in that. And, you know, we are going to talk about uh, the role that it's played uh, through different seasons of depression and yeah. anxiety, um, low self-confidence and low self-value. And, uh, yeah, just where it's played out in our lives and all that. Funny enough, this topic is actually kind of unnatural feeling for me to talk about. And that's kind of something that I'll touch on a little bit more later. But I've never felt like... Physical fitness has ever been a hobby of mine. You know, yeah. whenever I've talked with someone about, like, either what I'm just meeting them for the first time. Yeah, like, what kinds of things you do with your free time? Evan? I've just never even thought of saying, oh, I go to the gym about an hour and a half to two hours every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Which is ridiculous. And you've been into fitness long before I've even known you, but it's been something that you dedicate a lot of time to and definitely prioritize like it's a hobby of yours. For sure, yeah. And that's just... that I, I don't know why. Honestly, I don't know why it doesn't... Co- you know, pop up in, in my head as being something that's worth mentioning when I'm talking to people about, you know, what my hobbies might be or what kinds of things I do with my free time. Yeah, well, I think a lot of your fitness journey, like you've talked about it being a little bit more solo and you can go into that later, yeah. but yeah. do you think that ever impacts how you view it at taking up space in your life? Because like other people aren't included in it. Interesting. I don't know. I think part of it is uh, it's it's been a journey that I've been on by myself for the majority of it, like 95% of it, even when I was learning, everything that I've learned, I've learned on my own. Mm-hmm. I've never had a trainer, never, I've never really had anyone show me anything for the most part. Um, I am completely self-taught and, you know, just through successes and through failures and, uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's how I learned and that's how I learned what worked well for me. And so I think part of that is, uh, probably like a lot of self doubt, and mm-hmm. also maybe not even noticing my own progress. You know, if you don't have anyone to kind of like point out to you your own progress, it can kind of be hard to see. Mm-hmm. I think when we look in the mirrors, 
we aren't seeing our body accurately. I think our minds are kind of playing into what our eyes are visually seeing and kind of lying to us a little bit. And so, you know, when I'm looking into the mirror basically every single day, I'm not going to see the same difference that someone who only sees me like once a month or every couple of weeks is going to see, for mm -hmm. example. So I do think that one reason, I don't know if that's a big reason or a small reason, but I do think one reason why I haven't really ever considered it as being something that was like a hobby of mine or even something that I was like proficient in or anything is because I've... It wasn't until way further down the line that I even considered myself to be good at it or even considered myself to be successful at it or anything, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. I think um, it's funny because, like I mentioned, you're so into physical fitness and we both, like, outside of just working out in the gym or going to classes or things like that, like, we both love to hike and we yeah. both love to be physically active. We love yeah. to climb. We love to kayak. Um, like we love to mm -hmm. use our bodies to like engage with life, right? Yeah, be be uh, capable, be high functioning. Yeah, we love yeah. to be high functioning. So um, it is kind of weird for us to talk about this today. Bear with us if there is. It's any not like bad weird though. Yeah. You know? Oh, I definitely unnatural. feel like a little bit of residual. Really? Like ah, that's I, weird. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been. I have never ever ever posted a picture of like my body. Mm -hmm. I've. And only recently, too, have I posted, like, maybe two pictures of the gym. Yeah. I've never been in the pictures, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I've been, like, at the gym, 5.30 in the morning at the gym. You know, I, yeah. I've done something like that. Yeah. Um, uh, so, you know, I've, I never have made it public <laughs> at all. I don't, I don't think I've ever even have taken, like, pictures of myself. Just from from my own like progress records, photos, you mean? yeah. I've yeah. never taken before picture and after picture or during picture. Never, never really taken a picture of it. So, well, now like talking about it in something as public as yeah. like a podcast for me is a little bit like yeah. I almost kind of like want to rein myself in a little bit and be like don't be a don't be a d bag, and you know. But it's like, well, mm -hmm. well, okay. Let's just say this, this is the podcast for people that want to talk about fitness without it being about. All about your physical appearance. Also, um, and know that this is yeah. coming from two people that have studied a lot about physical fitness, but feel awkward talking about it. So if you feel awkward talking about it, this is the perfect place for you to be. Yeah, I th I think that this is an area of growth for me. One because I think it's healthy to acknowledge in yourselves where you've been su successful, and this is something that I have been successful in. This mm -hmm. is something that I can pat myself on the back, like Evan, you've done a good job, like you've worked hard. And you have done it. Mm -hmm. um, but also, second thing is that I super appreciate all the other athletes yeah. who have publicized their journeys. Um, it has been so helpful, such a vital tool in my own learning and in my own uh, just kind of journey to like self confidence and self acknowledgement and self Even just, like, value growth. and growth yeah. and. Um, even like inspiration and motivation, having other people who I know have obtained the goal that I'm after when when they make that information available to the public like this. Yeah. I am very, very grateful. So I just, I kind of want to do the same. Okay, well, let's yeah. start there then. How did you get into Oh my fitness? gosh, man. I'm going to go first. You don't want to go first? I don't, I don't care. Do you want me to go first? I just asked you the question, okay. buddy. <laughs> All right. Step up to the plate. Yeah, so... Uh, growing up as a kid, I was always really small. I was always uh, shorter than uh, the average 
uh, guy my age. Um, there was even a lot of my uh, like elementary, even like the middle school days, where I was even like a little bit chubby. I was never like overweight. I was never like fat or anything like that. Um, but I was, you know, I wasn't. I, I was a late bloomer growing up as as a kid. So I was shorter, and uh, as I got into like high school, I was really, really skinny. Just kind of small, you know, and there was so much, <sighs> I don't know if I want to call it self-hatred, but I had no self-confidence. I had no sense of identity or self-value. Um, and so I wanted to start working out to kind of gain those things. Um, so I remember the first membership I ever got to a gym was at my local YMCA. Um, and that guy kind of bounced around from different YMCA's starting there for like two or more years. Um, how old were you when you like first started? Yeah, so I first started about halfway through my senior year of high school, which is funny. I was thinking about it earlier today, it being basically February 2020, that means that was almost exactly to, to the day eight years ago. When you started this. Um, when, I, when I started this. Oh, that's a long time. Yeah, and that time. bodes to why you've built so much success. You've had a long time in this. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Just and sign up. Fitness is a journey. I mean, total disclaimer here. There have been times, and I'll talk about this a little bit there too, where I've taken a lot of time off. Uh, basically, for the first three or four years that I did this, I would work out for three months, four months, very consistently, very, I don't know, I'd call it very hardcore Mm -hmm. and dedicated and disciplined. And then I almost would walk away from it for an equal amount of time, if not a little bit longer. And so I, you and kind I of lack the prolonged motivation. Like you'd get a spike of it and then you'd stop for a little. Okay, well, I think that a lesson I've learned since then that's kept me from doing that same thing. So now I've been consistent for about four years. Okay. I've been going consistently to the gym as a part of my almost daily uh, habit for about four years now. So something that I've learned is how to get myself to the gym when I don't want to go. Mm-hmm. And that was not something that I was good at back then when I was first starting. When you first started, were you also interested in, like, weightlifting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, anyways, uh, so, yeah, I was just kind of this small kid. And funny enough, it was uh, around the same time that I hit a growth spurt. And I think my senior year of high school is when I hit six foot. And then I maybe ended high school at six one, Or it was, like, right after high school that I hit six one, And now I'm 6'2". So it was almost like the things that I like didn't have, I got later on, which is, which, which, I don't know, which has been kind of an important thing for me to acknowledge because I felt like, um, through exercising and working out and kind of gaining this physical capability, I felt like I gained confidence and self-value before I had the actual, uh, you know, like physical. before I had like the actual physical thing that gives other people a lot of confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, you learned to like walk in it. And you. so, yeah, I felt like I was, I learned how to walk in it in a uh, like authentic and real way. Mm-hmm. And then it was like later after I had that, that I obtained the physical stature to, to come with it. Mm-hmm. And I always was thankful for that since I'm a, I've been very thankful for that. 
Um, I feel like it has kept me from being cocky, has kept me from being, uh, you know, just full, full of myself. Um, yeah. So my first two months of exercising, I always think of as being very successful in the first two months of weightlifting and kind of put myself on, you know, that sort of diet, I'm going to put on 20 pounds of muscle wow. in, the, in the first two, two months of doing this. Uh, so I went from like 155, super, super small, right? Up to 175. Yeah. I remember that was, yeah, I remember that was huge for me. And, you know, there's like all these little bits of like nostalgic memory that I can talk about. Like I remember the, like how it started for me was that my dad bought me and installed for me in my bedroom door a pull-up bar and that's how it all started <laughs> for me and it's still there yeah. it's still there and when I would come home from college you know for like winter break and stuff like that or I was only home for a little bit I would use that pull-up bar <laughs> and that was like just a couple years ago too that was super recent um so okay so then moving forward moving you forward. kind of go through this patch of like three months off, off yeah three months off. yeah how did you like flip the switch what got you really into like being consistent was it the workout? I think I think that oh good question what got me being consistent or yeah. what would what what would make me change my mind when I would go on on or off Oh well, well whichever one you want okay. to talk about Okay <laughs> well let me I'll talk about both So usually what would happen when I would basically quit for 3 4 5 months was I just got like bored I guess like I didn't I didn't yeah. have the desire to pick my lazy butt up and stop whatever it was I was doing to go to the gym. Um, and that created a new habit of not going to the gym, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just, would just stick with that habit until finally uh, I would, f- one random day, would begin feeling that motivation again and would just jump back into it. So you're kind of like leaning on inspiration. I would lean on inspiration. And that's something that I almost like speak against now. Yeah, it's dangerous. Is leaning on inspiration and how it will always, always fail you. Mm-hmm. If that's what you are going to for your source of uh, power, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So that's that's basically, that's I don't know. That's kind of like the quick version. Um so then how did that change for you? How did you decide to stay motivated? Like these last four years, what changed? Yeah, good question. Um, I think that I really started to witness the benefits of, of achieving and then maintaining a, a healthy body. Um, I really began to enjoy the benefits of being strong and being fast and having a lot of stamina and... Um, I found that it helped me keep um, healthy habits in life. You know, there were a lot of times I woke up really early in the morning to fit a gym workout in before school or before work or something like that. Um, it kept me away from uh, unhealthy foods, you know, processed foods, sugars, unhealthy carbs, stuff like that. Um, it kept my mind clear. It gave me a... Uh, a what's the word, you know, like an outlet for, you know, anger or sadness. Um, yeah, it was, it was actually fun. There were a lot of times it was actually enjoyable. I loved learning about nutrition. I loved learning about, you know, macros and, uh, micro muscles and stuff like that. Like it was actually fun. It became something that was 
that was legitimately enjoyable for me to teach myself about. And, uh, yeah. So, on that journey, did you start to learn about, like, food along with it? Or what role is, like, Good question. Yeah, when I first started out, um, I didn't really know a whole lot about nutrition. Um, I also didn't really know anything about the different styles of bulking. So by that, I mean, like, you, there's really clean eating, right? We're eating, you know, lean chicken breast and, like, brown rice and lots and lots of vegetables. Or even, you know, keto, where you're not having any carbs at all. And it's just meat and vegetables, basically. And dairy, I too. I, th- I think, too, for yeah. fat source. Um, I didn't really know about any of that. And so I was doing what I thought I was supposed to do, where I was eating very, very cleanly. And so that meant that the the muscles I was putting on was very lean, very, very clean. Um, but I was staying, like, physically small. You know, even though I was I was putting on some more muscle, like, I was still, I was still pretty small. And then I would do more research. I would listen to more guys who had done it. And I learned about bulking. Um, I learned about dirty bulking. Um, so I've, t- I've tried all those. And it has changed depending on what my new goal was for that mm-hmm. time. And I, f- I feel like I have had a goal that reflected kind of every different type of body type that there is to achieve. How do you usually change so your like goal I've... for that time? And, like, does that help you stay motivated? Yeah, I think... Oh, good, good question. Side note, if you guys want to play a drinking game when it comes to our podcast, every time Evan says good question, that's mm-hmm. going to be your cue. That's almost like my way of triggering, like, telling my brain to think about it. <laughs> hey, brain, you got to think about this Evan one. Just really Get thinking likes, on it. I'm words of affirmation, so he really <laughs> likes to give me affirmation about my question-asking yeah. skills. Way to go, babe. <laughs> oh, man, what was the question again? <laughs> It was a good one. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I think that's okay. So I think that's a really good question to ask now because I feel like this is the first time in life where my goal reflects where I'm actually at in life, mm. and by that I mean the the stage of life where I'm at now. Okay, I'm 25. I just got married about six months ago, and I, for the first time, am really getting ready to settle down with a career that I'm gonna have, and just kind of my almost like a regular day-to-day life yeah. for the most part. And so my goal right now is um, uh, to achieve basically a capability. You know, I want to be strong. I want to be fast. I want to have good stamina. Um, but also I do enjoy being big. I, I really do enjoy that. I, I, I like um, feeling like that protective type of person who – is, you know, who looks like he's capable of, of great things. You just like beating me in tickle fights. I just like beating you in tickle yeah, fights, yeah. Otherwise, I'd win. <laughs> if you didn't have your muscles, I'd totally win. <laughs> so, before this, uh, I think that I have tried different styles of eating, mainly because I was just kind of curious as to what it was like. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, actually, let me rephrase that. I've never dirty bolt. So, if you don't understand what the difference between bulking and dirty bulking is, uh, bulking is basically you're trying to get big, and so you're eating a ton of calories every day, eating, you know, four to six meals, uh, where you're taking in, depending on how big you are right now, anywhere from four to 6,000 calories a day, eating lots and lots of carbs, but good carbs, okay? Good, good carbs. It's still clean food. It's just Yeah, so it's still clean, and that's the difference. So, dirty bulking looks a lot like 
You know, I've, exactly. I've, I've met guys at the gym basically trying to get as big as you possibly can, as fast as you can. So you yeah. don't really care where your calories are coming from as long as you're taking a lot of calories. That so, like for example, idea. I've talked to guys at the gym <laughs> who legitimately only ate pizza. That it was uh, 100% the only thing that they ate. And so they're, you know, they got huge. They got oh humongous. But it, it was, really it was, they probably had really bad, yeah. <laughs> and your body reflects all that. Like you yeah. are what you eat. That's, that really is a true statement. So, you know, I've never done anything like that, but um, I've done a lot of bulking. I think the biggest I ever got was uh, 220 pounds of pretty lean muscle. And uh, the, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what yeah. role has exercising played or even like nutrition and exercising, whichever way to approach it, like how does that impact your mental health? Yeah. Um, there was a... A time in my life where I was really struggling with uh, just anger and um, depression, and I developed really bad anxiety where I wasn't sleeping at night. And that was about two years ago. And, um, you know, I relied on exercise to uh, produce uh, chemicals that I don't think my body was on its own to produce serotonin and. Um, Kind of up with my moods a little bit. Um, it gave me someone, gave me something to work towards. Mm-hmm. It gave me something to dedicate time and energy to. Um, it, yeah, it gave me something to kind of take care of. And I found that it really would put me into better moods. It really would help me with my mental health. It would really would help me sleep and uh, kind of discipline me and uh, you know making work hard for something. When I was in this time in my life where I didn't want to do anything. And I didn't really like want to care about anything, you know. Kind of like how I briefly mentioned before, I've never really had a a partner truly walk through this type of thing with me. And so, if you take that into account, where uh, I didn't have anyone to do it with, but also I was in this time of like depression and just kind of overall sadness and mentally uh, struggling, it. it kind of sounds weird to say, but I really do feel like the gym is where I became a man. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to really work on perseverance, uh, continue to go forward even though it hurt, even though I didn't want to, even though everything in my head, in my body was telling me to stop. Um, it taught me about courage and it taught me about um, not really caring about what other people were doing and really focusing on myself and how to improve and better myself. And, um, yeah, I felt like that's kind of where I really learned, you know. What are some of the best resources you found, if you were to give them some advice? Oh, good question. I think, I mean, hopefully they can look to this as one, one of those things, you know, because that's what I looked for. And so there are... Loads of other people out there on podcasts, on YouTube, who um, are sharing all of their fitness tips, all their exercise tips, and uh, those things are huge, huge help. Um, I don't know if I recommend doing it alone like I was. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that having someone with you is hugely beneficial. You have someone to kind of keep you accountable. You have someone to kind of watch your back. You have someone to push you when you don't want to keep going. Um, and you kind of have someone that kind of keeps you out of those those dark thoughts and those deep pits. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if I recommend really doing it alone. Um, yeah, I think... I, I honestly don't think I would have chosen to do it that way 
I think the main reason why I did it because I didn't have any, like, a lot of friends. I didn't have a lot of friends during that time of my life, you know, in between high school and college. So college where I met you, and that's, that's why I say that. Yeah. Um, and I made all those friends at college and everything. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. 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 So let's talk about you a little bit. I want to know when you kind of took off on this journey and why. Uh, my fitness journey is really different than yours. I started on fitness from the time that I was really, really young. So I was seven years old when I started playing tournament softball. Um, And I played on a competitive team. We traveled every weekend. Um, We were, like, national champions. Like, I had, like, um, college scholarships already being lined up for me. Like, I was really, really serious. This was back when women's softball was still an Olympic sport, too. So my goal was, like, (laughs) I'm going (laughs) to the Olympics. Um, My coach actually trained a lot of the Olympic trainer or um, players. Oh, that's pretty cool. And so... We had quite a few girls from the team come and, like, mentor us, um, which is an amazing... Uh, yeah, but I can't remember the names now. <laughs> Softball feels like it was an entirely different Alyssa. You know, I was seven. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> I played... This was a couple years ago. Yeah, I played until I was, like, 11 or 12. But during that period, I was really committed to it. Um, and then I dislocated my right shoulder blade. Um, and ended up having to kind of sit out for some time. And during that time, I figured out there was like, okay, so the thing about competitive sports when you're a young girl is that you also have to deal with competitive parents. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, most of our lives, not mine, because my mom wasn't like this, but I had to deal with like dads that would come out and like start cussing out little girls on the field. And like, it was this whole lifestyle that like, I just didn't want to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. Like we had this one dad that would get kicked out every weekend and then like (laughs) softball parents would get like drunk (laughs) on these trips and like the little girls would come stay in my room because like it was always safe. And, um, there was just like a lot of drama that happened during that time. Um, And two, like, teams scouting out other teams. And, like, I was in eighth grade, and I was like, I just don't want to deal with this anymore. Um, So taking some time off to heal my shoulder, I kind of came to that realization that, like, this isn't where I want to be, but Mm -hmm. I still love sports and I love exercising. Mm -hmm. Um, So I continued with that. I continued with playing different sports. In high school, I played um tennis I did track I cheerleaded which became probably like my number one sport um I played basketball I played softball for just like the high school team um a lot lot of sports in school yeah I did a lot of sports in school I stayed really really active um and I think that whole time taught me a lot about like I'm naturally very competitive so I Mm -hmm. loved getting to do it in the environment of having other people to train with um, I liked the camaraderie it brought on, and I also liked being able to push myself yeah. and wow, see very, where other people were. We're and, very, very different. Yeah. I'm. So this might come as a surprise <laughs> to most people, but Evan's not very competitive. I'm, like, yeah. hyper-competitive. So that was actually – I was just going to ask you a question. This might be too early of a question to ask because you can totally say, hey, ask me that later. But – so many differences that we're already seeing. Mm-hmm. Sorry, so many differences that we're already <laughs> – So different. So, much different. Um <laughs> You were competitive, and mm-hmm. you had things to push you because of competition in sports. Yeah. I did not have any of those things. I was not in, in sports, mm-hmm. um, so I didn't have – I didn't have, like, those those reasons 
to work hard in the gym or even to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, you also said it, like, I'm not competitive. And mm-hmm. so even if I, like, had someone to go to the gym with, there would not have been this competition, competition like, right. where I need to be bigger than you, I need to be stronger than you or whatever. Right. Um, and that probably is what, probably the biggest thing that led me to all the, the different times I quit was because, like, I didn't have a tangible reason to, to, to do this thing. Mm-hmm. It was all, like, these internal reasons that I had to do it. So, two, two questions for you. One, um, do you feel like all of the competition it was, like, your strongest motivation to do it? And then two, you haven't been playing sports for some time now. How has your motivation changed or your reasoning to go to the gym changed? Um, okay, so yeah, it's definitely progressed and like matured with me. My goals for my fitness journey and like what keeps me motivated. I don't think it was a thing that most motivated me. Like it hmm. helped. And I, Interesting. even to this day, like I have a few friends that are personal trainers or things like that. And yeah. I love to work out with them because I like yeah. to work out hard and I like to have someone to have playful competition with. Yeah. Um, it doesn't always have to be like actual competition. Like I'm a mm-hmm. winner, you're a loser. I like to have someone though that it's like, I'm going to pull a pass. Okay, you're going to pull a pass and we're going to yeah. cheer each other yeah. on and yeah. that's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Um. But I don't think it was my number one motivator. I'm very competitive, which means I'm also very competitive with myself. Um, oh, gotcha. And That's so interesting. Yeah. I respond really well to, well, I did this yesterday. What can I do today? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that kept me motivated, especially in sports. Yeah. Um, but I have not played sports since my junior year of high school. Um, what was the last thing you did? Cheerleaded. Cheerleaded. How, how long were you cheerleader? I cheerleaded uh, five years. Is it cheerleaded or cheer led? <laughs> because the past cheered, tense of lead is, is led. I cheered. You cheered. That's yeah. okay. There you go. There you I go. don't really care about the leading part. I just cheered. I was, I was happy. Oh, um, yeah, but I stopped that actually because I, so you know, I dislocated my shoulder, right? Yeah, and then yeah. come, I was 14 years old my freshman year, I mm-hmm. dislocated my hip. You're so young. Yeah. And little... Just an overachiever. Little 13-year-old Alyssa <laughs> had to have a walker and go to high school oh with a walker. Oh, my gosh. You're so bad at my school. Yeah. So By I was me. lucky to have the friends that I did that protected me. Because I hated myself. Because <laughs> I hated myself. <laughs> I had pain, so I caused pain for others. Yeah. <laughs> um, so my health journey started to really... Um, change at that point at what point did you get into yoga so you're really into yoga now yeah so that happened probably my senior year so um i just look at my hip i started to have a whole bunch of weird stuff happen and a few years later i finally get diagnosed with an autoimmune disease Mm. um i got several diagnoses one of them was that i had diagnoses (laughs) diagnosi diagnosis um i got (laughs) uh diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis Mm, which means that like basically my joints joints. hurt a lot of my life um which makes working out and especially doing like competitive sports really really yeah i bet i bet it does um so i still continue to do them to the best of my ability but then we also figured out that i had um this rare disorder which causes basically like my hips my shoulders my joints to dislocate really easy yeah wow um which is when I started getting into yoga. Gotcha. And learning how gotcha. to um, care for my muscles and the body that I yeah. have. 
Yeah. And so I think that's oh, what go. has um, become more of my motivator now outside of like competition mm-hmm. or outside of the fun of the sport or mm-hmm. whatever it is. It's um, really for me, it has become a necessity. It's something that I have to do on a daily basis in order to stay um, functional. Wow. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Um, yeah. In order to stay like able to get out of bed, in order to keep strength in my hands, in yeah. order to keep strength in my hips, I have to work out and I have to make it pretty well-rounded. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a lot of my workouts, you know, there will actually be days, you've seen this, where I get really frustrated because I can't work out how mm-hmm. I want to. Mm-hmm. But a lot of my day-to-day has looked like figuring out what I can do that day and then no. doing it to the best no, of my there ability. You go. That's so, awesome. Um, Like last week, even there was a couple of days where I couldn't lift weights because it hurt my hands too bad. Yeah. Um, And it hurt my my joints, my elbows and my joints, my shoulders. And so I did some power yoga and I learned to work around it. And so I Mm -hmm. think that has become a huge something I've learned in my fitness journey is just like Mm -hmm. sometimes you have to meet your body where it's at, but it doesn't give you an excuse to get out of taking care of your body. Just because your body's not like performing how you want it to, it doesn't give you an excuse to neglect it. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. That's a good word. Good word. (laughs) Man, I'm just thinking about how I feel like I would react to not being able to work out in the way that I wanted to because of something that was happening to me. I don't think that's ever happened before. I mean, like, I've had injuries, but those injuries have been temporary where, like, the next week I'll be able to go back in and do exactly what I was wanting to do. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, how have you handled those, really those moments where you've had to, like, change your perspective? And it sounds like you've had to, like, really change. It sounds like you've had to change your goal. You know, yeah. like if you are being kept from working out the way that you want to work out because your body is hurting, what has, what has that been like? Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me has been um, <clears throat> something that can happen when you're competitive is you, it's easy for any person, but especially I struggled a lot with comparison. Mm. Um, uh, like so with you, with other people or with you and you? Me and other people. You know, other so people. I compared myself, you know, not only like physically and having like insecurities and wanting to measure up to sure. a certain like beauty yeah. ideal, but also, you know, capabilities and not being able to perform mm-hmm. as well as others. Um, and so part of my like healing and caring for myself has been able to say like, I am not in competition with anybody else. And me comparing my physical abilities to anyone else doesn't do either of us good. Mm-hmm. You know, my body is never going to be someone else's body. And if I mm-hmm. keep living with the expectations of my body um, to be somebody else's body, mm-hmm. I'm I'm always going to be dissatisfied. Yeah. And this is the one body I have. And this is the one life I have. And this yeah. is my one opportunity to treat this body right and to show God that I'm thankful for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could either, you know, sit down and be frustrated. And, you know, sometimes I still do cry. That's true um (laughs) but I could choose to live a lifestyle of like moaning about it or I could choose to live a lifestyle that says I'm so darn thankful for what I do have yeah um and I'm still capable to do a lot yeah it just takes some creativity sure sure yeah that's good so I think you know stepping out of comparison and stepping out of um Mm -hmm. even like subconscious expectations that I'd put on myself um and just really really being present when I work out and really being intentional and being aware and having um, mindfulness which is something else that yoga has really helped me even when I'm not doing yoga Mm -hmm. um, if I'm doing weightlifting or something else um, having mindfulness when I'm in that moment to reflect and to Mm -hmm. be aware and to not push myself past what I need to but to continue to push myself um, has helped me a lot yeah 
Yeah, so I know that mental health has been something that you've have you have uh, had to walk through before, also. Mm-hmm. Um, in your, uh, for lack of better terms, seasons, uh, depression. <laughs> You're such a Christian, oh my god. <laughs> Other people say that word too. Uh, you know, seasons of depression or anxiety or both, or just anything. You know, even just like lack of self confidence. How has uh, exercise? played a role in that Hmm. I think um okay so in terms of mental health like you know when you're struggling with something like anxiety it's really really hard to sit down and say I'm gonna meditate and do down dog right now (laughs) like it's the last thing you want to do and similarly when you're feeling depressed and you just want to sleep the last thing you want to do is go put 20 pounds above your head you know and act like you're doing something with your life um (laughs) and so I think um What's funny is working out is actually, like, a cure for a lot of these things. Um, It is. And it's proven, like, scientifically your body responds to it. And so I think something it's taught me is, like, I am bigger and more in charge of myself than just what my feelings will tell me. That's good. And that's not just saying that mental health issues are a feeling thing because I don't want to be quoted as that. That's not what I believe. Sure. (laughs) But I am bigger than mental symptoms I have. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I am able to overcome these things. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like, as cheesy as it is, I can literally do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yeah. Like, I can pray Absolutely. through these things, I can work through these things, and I can mm-hmm. get there. Yeah. Um, and then also, I think there's also this side of it that is when you're feeling depressed or when you're struggling with anxiety or especially if you're struggling with comparison – Going to the gym can be really hard for a lot of girls. Yeah, absolutely. Not only are you absolutely. surrounded by a lot of guys that can make you feel insecure, yeah, that's true. Um, but you're also putting yourself in a pool of girls that are potentially more fit than you, that mm-hmm. might make you feel less than. Um, and so it can kind of be this toxic environment. Um, can I ask you a quick question? Yeah. Do you feel like, as a girl who goes to the gym, do you feel like... Okay. I feel like a lot of people who either do go to the gym or who don't go to the gym but want to have this fear that other people are watching them. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like that's actually valid? I feel like the feeling of other people watching you and almost like comparing you to them uh, is kind of in your head, you know? I I feel like the only person who's comparing you to anyone is yourself. Um, I like, I feel like, like we're just like, you're just not that important. Like no one's going to the gym looking at you, like laughing at you. I feel like, the only one who is thinking about you is yourself. Yeah, okay. So I don't think necessarily people are going to be hard on you or, like, laughing at you or anything like that. Because if anything, let's be real. Like, it's human nature that if you feel better than someone else, you're actually going to want to be around them. Hmm. Like, if you're going to the gym and That's someone else true. is doing worse than you, you're going to be like, kudos for you for being here. Yeah, like, it makes Top you feel good. Top of the morning to yeah. you, know? Like, you're going to be happy. <laughs> Killing it. <laughs> yeah, so good Alan, to see you. you're killing it. I'm so so much bigger than yeah, you. Look at me. Like a bench person. <laughs> um, and so I don't think that people are going to be hard on you, but I do think that there is a reality that people are watching you. Interesting. And that comes from my experience of both like being hit on at the gym and having creepy guys, oh. and then also kind of I don't think all girls are like this. But I do think that girls tend to just be more unintentionally kind of people-centered in that way. Interesting. We're, we're social creatures, right? And so we tend to acknowledge people more. We tend to watch more. We tend to compare more. I was going to say, I feel like girls are 
um, generally speaking, at least, almost like secretly competitive, like more. Secretly I think girls are more competitive than guys, like in their like head, ninety percent of the time, way more. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and in an unhealthy way that can be catty, and in a healthy way that can make us just social and empathetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Do you, have you ever gone for any PRs, personal records? Let's let's ask some fun questions now. Okay, P- personal records. Yes, I have, and I actually just beat one the other day. No way. Yeah. What was it? You know the little like thigh. I don't yeah. know the technical the... names. Of the <laughs> I don't remember either. You know the one that looks yes. really awkward when you sit down and you push your thighs out. <laughs> yeah, but also you, you hope can, no one's making eye contact you with you. You can change it. Is where you squeeze your thighs together too. Yeah, yeah. that one. So I, <laughs> I um, maxed out on the machine the other day. And I, that was you like... You maxed the machine out. I did. Yeah, I felt really, really good about that one. It's That's awesome. Of my thighs. Yeah. These things good that carry you. me around. Yeah, good what about you? you? You know, I, just because of my lack of competitiveness, mm-hmm. I've never been a real PR guy. Mm-hmm. There have only been a couple things my entire life that I really have tried to max out. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember, I think it was my senior year of high school, so pretty soon after I started... I I put two two forty five pound plates on each side of my my bench bar one time. So that's two two thirty five. Mm-hmm. I did that once, <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't I haven't gone for a bench uh, record since then. I haven't gone yeah. for really any record since then. Um, well, I mean, you can do I like a hit, you can I, do a bench press with me, and I weigh at least more than that. So. You do not weigh more than one hundred thirty five <laughs> pounds. Okay, but that also has not that much weight. Okay. Um, and then another one. Me that while I, I hold snacks. Yeah, one that I look back on that I'm I still am like yeah good job Evan. Yeah. Is I've done thirty six full pull ups. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. Okay, yeah. what's your favorite form of cardio? Mm, I hate cardio. Um, I was just telling about that uh, machine at the yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's not just a bike though. But it's I forgot what it's called. Yeah, I see a lot of crossfitters do it. It's it's a bike, but then also has the uh, arm movements. The arm kind of like movements too. Yeah. So it's it's almost like a full body cardio. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or uh, rowing. Oh, I yeah, love rowing. Rowing's yeah. good too. Yeah. Um, I hate running. Hate running. Hate walking. Hate anything having to do with with that. <laughs> yeah. This is why I say I like hiking more. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Do what? you believe in like traditional workout clothes or like? Good question. No, not really. Yeah, I've noticed you I don't often really... wear your pajamas to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm not like against them or anything. Yeah. I'm. I just. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You know, like, see all those uh, companies like Gymshark is a really, yeah. uh, really popular one right now with young people. You know, Gymshark. I love their, a lot of their and, lady ambassadors. Yeah. They have great workout videos. Yeah. You know, I have a couple pieces from, like, Reebok. Um, I went on, like, this, this, I was on, like, this uh, Reebok spree one time. I got, like, a couple shirts and some shoes and shorts and stuff oh, like that. Oh, that's a lot for you. But, yeah. Um, What's your favorite, like, workout brand? I think I do have a couple pieces that, like, friends have gotten me for gifts. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a couple, like, Under Armour pieces. Uh, sorry, what was that? What was your question? What's your favorite workout brand? Favorite workout brand. Oh, my gosh. Good question. That's a shot, everybody. <clears throat> I probably have one. I can't think of it. How about you? While you're talking, I'm going to think about it. I really like aloe yogas, uh, yoga wear. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, cool. Yeah, I'm about to order some 
Fabletics, which I think okay. is funny. I love K-Hudson, okay. though. Um, so I've had those recommended to me for, like, leg day and stuff, especially. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I'm a huge, like, I work remotely, so I love yoga pants in general. I gotcha. always feel like they're a good investment. Gotcha. But finding good yoga wear is really hard for me because I'm relatively short. Yeah, you're, and you're just under 5'4". you're moving four. around, just you know. Yeah, 5'3 and, and a half. Yeah. <laughs> technically not petite, technically not normal size. I'm in that weird no man's <laughs> land. Um, yeah. yeah, so I don't know. I have a really hard time finding workout clothes that I like. So yeah. if you guys have any recommendations, make sure to send them yeah. to our DM there you go. on Instagram. I thought of my answer. Rogue. Rogue. Hmm. Rogue, yeah. They're my favorite brand. I feel like they do a lot of cool things. They, I feel like they're on the whole spectrum. Mm-hmm. Like they have like they do the strongman competitions, mm-hmm. but then they also do a lot in the CrossFit world too, and so they do everything in between. Yeah, I, I like Rogue. That's nice. my favorite. Yeah. Have you ever thought about doing like a marathon or a triathlon? I thought about doing an Ironman. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm, yeah. <laughs> I think cool. it'd be cool to kind of test yourself that way and also yeah. give yourself the type of goal to work for. Wait, are you saying Definitely. you want to be competitive? I was just going to say, I feel like it's, it would pull me out of my comfort zone in so many areas. Yeah. If, but that's one of them that would force me to be highly competitive. Yeah. Yeah. I hate competition. I'd like to see that side of you. It's not that I just am not in, into competition, it's that I hate competition. I yeah. Hate it. Can I tell you guys how, how it frustrating it is? To like I hate. Wanna I don't be like board games. Remotely, like play. There's like two board games that I like, and everyone gets mad. <laughs> and he like mad, walks away, like, or he refuses to play, or I'll be like, "Are oh, you in the car?" <laughs> and he'll be like, "No," and then he'll sit down. You know, <laughs> it's like, well, this isn't fun. <laughs> okay, well, okay. Anything having to do with a physical competition between us two, I'm gonna win. So I'm literally. So it's not win. even a competition. It's not. Yeah. So it's not. It's not a competition. Just have fun with me. It's like you want to race me. It's like you know I'm gonna win. It's like it's not even. <laughs> oh, that's that's another uh, one. Yeah. Then, like three years ago, I hit a mile time of six fourteen, which is not even that good. Like in the fitness world or fitness community, a mile time six fourteen is not even that good. But as someone who hates cardio mm-hmm. and hates running, mm-hmm. I was pretty proud of myself then. Oh, you want to know another story? number that I'm really proud of. I did the um, the Murph Challenge yeah. in 2018 for Memorial Day. And I did it in uh, 44 minutes. Okay, can I tell you another yeah. traumatic story? Which was my first time doing it. And again, there's there's running in that and that's that so you know i'm yeah. i'm proud of that time just for that reason just because of the the two miles that you have to run in that that's and incredible yeah thank you thank you yeah i haven't done it since and i we've had two of them since then i just haven't done them well, that's something that i'll make fun doing mm-hmm. i know what have you been doing yeah. wasting your life getting college, married slow down college. now <laughs> you're getting old in your old age <laughs> anyways Super excited to kind of introduce this sort of topic into our show. This is something that I hope we can talk about more in the future. Yeah. And uh, I have a couple guests I want to bring on the show and talk to about. Yeah. Well, and, uh, we hope that you guys will at yeah. least take it into consideration. If you don't already, we would highly recommend you yeah. work out Shoot three some questions. to five times a week. Shoot us some questions. Ask and share the Armstrongs on Instagram. Um, anything that you want to know about us or anything that you just want to talk about, we'd love to hear them. Uh, Yeah, just very happy we could kind of get this introduction episode to this topic. And uh, we always appreciate getting to hang out with you. Thank you for your time and your ears. Yeah. I don't know, maybe you talk during this too. I'd like to imagine you're talking back to us. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Bye. (laughs) Go get fit.
or fat, whichever one makes you happy. Hey, I just said that. <laughs>